DJ PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision spring LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Time to welcome in Tim Roy, play-by-play voice of the Golden State Warriors. Tim, good morning. Hey, David. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Jazz and the Warriors playing tonight, and I'm curious with the Warriors, it seems a little up and down, and maybe a little bit of that is riding Steph Curry's greatness, and he can't be an A++ every night, but uh, where are the Warriors right now, and, and how good a performance do you expect them to give the Jazz tonight? Well, they're playing, they're playing well. Uh, they've been kind of uh, forced into tightening the rotation because of injuries, and, and you know they're missing a bunch of bodies here. You know they haven't had Clay Thompson for two years, but uh, but they're but they are who they are. They're a 500 team because they don't have the depth they used to have, and because, like you said, you know if 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 Steph is not having a great night, it's going to be hard for them to beat really good teams. Um, however, the, you know you can look at it, you know, glass half full and say, well, they've given away a bunch of games, which they have. Uh, but is that you know is that part of being a 500 team or is or are they a team that that is better than their record? You can kind of argue it both ways. But the, you know the bottom line is your record is who you are. They're a 500 team, but because they have Draymond Green, because they have Stephen Curry, they're a dangerous team. And so uh, on any particular evening, they can they can play really really well and give people problems. But but to me the the rebounding issue against Utah and the fact that um, you know the Warriors don't have the type of wings they used to have uh, is a real problem. So this season, obviously, gutted with injuries. And even within the season, we know Clay Thompson, but uh, I thought Wiseman is a player, and he's out. We'll see what he comes back. Paschal's out tonight. Uh, but my thought for you is which of the younger guys, whether it's Poole or Mulder or whoever it might be, that they've been able to develop and get experience that can actually benefit them next year when they're expected to be a lot better? Yeah, you know, I, I think um... – I, I think Poole is a guy that has some potential. Um, you know, the game has to slow down for him a little bit, but he can score, and he's he's got more of a of a of a game than you think he has when you look at him. If you only see him a couple of times a year, uh, he's got a really nice in between game now that he's starting to develop, and I think that's going to serve him well. Uh, but again, he's and, and that's why I keep uh, saying, guys, that, that this is important for the Warriors to get to a play and to try to get to a playoff series, because you know that's a, that's a, an experience for Wiggins, it's an experience for Poole, and it's, it's an experience for their younger guys that haven't been in this situation before. And plus, I think you always learn in a playoff series, you know, the guys you can really trust and the guys you can't. And so I, I think it's a really important stretch for Golden State. So as a, you look at the, uh, the playoff race, Jazz fans may or may not be rooting for teams to try and line up the easiest path. The Warriors have three titles. And I get that group is gone, but when you're looking like you're kind of online for the eight seed, give or take a little bit, does anyone get wound up about that stuff? Well, um, you know... They do and they don't. I think I think there is a there is a little bit of a title hangover here, you know, where uh, I think people, 
you know, demand the best. But I think what's happened this year, uh, guys, is that with Steph playing so well, I think people have gotten caught up in that. I mean, he's really having a fabulous season. And if it's not his best season, then it's right there with with one of his best seasons. And, and um, I think they've kind of got caught up in that. Plus, I think they're also, you know, facing reality. I think last year was a real culture shock for them because – especially for our young fans who, who weren't there during the, the dark days, if you will, uh, the early 2000s. And uh, so I, I think I think last year they kind of got the cold water in the face moment, and I think this year they're back to reality. Okay, how can they build to try to maximize the last few years of this nucleus? And, and so so I think, I think they're beyond that. I think they would be excited if they got into a playoff series. And I think, you know, depending on how it you know shapes up, you know, if they could get to eight and stay at eight, and then you're you're playing as either you know Damian Lillard, a Bay Area kid, or it's going against the the Los Angeles Lakers. I think that would be nice, nice little high drama there. Is Wiseman a keeper for the future? I think so. I think we'll, we'll, you know he's the the problem with a to um, really seriously analyze Wiseman is that you have to constantly pump the brakes. Not only is he was he 19 when they you know coming into the league, but he's also a really young 19. By that I mean he hasn't never really been seriously coached. I mean high school and nothing against his high school coach, nothing against Penny Hardaway. He worked with him a little bit, but but you know he hasn't gone through a year where he's being corrected and he's being challenged and he's being you know it, it, you know he's played three college games, have a handful of practices. And you know, played ADU ball and high school ball. So that's the kind of player you got, and really raw. But he has talent. He has length. He's one of the quickest big men I've ever seen. He can really get up and down the floor. And and so to me, you know, it's like when you're raising your kids. You know, they don't know what they don't know, and so you have to make sure that they're aware of that. And so I I think. You know, if if you guys have me back on, if you're nice enough to invite me back on next year at this time, I think that's the that's the time we'll be able to say, okay, here's what they have. This is gonna, you know, this guy's gonna be a player. I can tell you this. I know I'm talking to former uh, Jazz big man Jaron Collins, who's been a coach of the Warriors for the last few years. He thinks he's gonna be really good for a long time. And so, and Jaron's seen a lot of great big man plays, you know. So I'm curious, given the. Uh... Given the experience you've had calling Warrior games, and it's uh, are you at twenty five years now? This is my twenty sixth. Yeah, twenty Warriors and thirty okay. second in the league. Okay, so I'm curious. There's been a lot said about hey, the Jazz, the TNT guys have been big on this. Uh, you know, they were out in the first round. You can't go from being out in the first round to winning it all. And largely in NBA history, that's true. And yet the Warriors are a team that had very little playoff experience when they won their first title. And they didn't have Durant at that point. He was there for the second and third ones in this, in this uh, last decade. So I'm curious what you think of the Jazz possibilities of going from out in the first round without Bogdanovich in a bubble, you know, all the qualifiers, to can right. they get to a conference final, an NBA final, or a championship? What are you thinking? I think it's 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 very possible. In 2014, the Warriors were out in the first round. They lost to the L.A. Clippers. 2015, they're raising the Larry O'Brien Trophy in Cleveland. So yes, it can happen. And I think personally, I think for the Jazz, you know, the the karma and the cards are falling into place here. 
because the you know the Lakers have been banged up. Can they flip a switch? I think the Lakers are going to miss Rondo in the playoffs. I really do. And I think that it's a lot different even in front of a couple of thousand fans than it is in a controlled environment like last year was. And so, you know, the, the Lakers shot really well in the playoffs last year, really well. I mean, some guys above average. And so I think that's, to me, I, I think the door is wide open for Utah to take this this year. And when I'm looking at their numbers and looking at their personnel, it reminds me of a Warriors team, you know, a three-heavy team that has uh, multiple uh, wings who can guard different positions. And, you know, you've got the very good rim protection like the Warriors have when they had Bogut and Azili and people like that. So, yeah, I think I think the door is open. I think it's wide open. And I don't – there's not a team in the East, I think, that I would be totally terrified of. Uh, the only team that I think is really going to be a, a hard team to deal with if they're healthy is Brooklyn, and the only reason there is they don't play much defense, but they've got three guys that with a shot clock winding down, they can throw the ball to, and they can get a shot anytime they want. So that, to me, would be a, a real problem. But I think the door is open for Utah. So you really see some similarities between those great Warrior teams and what the Jazz are doing this year with the offensive production, I guess. Yeah, you know, they, they don't have a Curry or, you know, they don't have a, a, a Clay Thompson, if you will, but they have a lot of guys that, that can get them score. And they have a good, they have a, uh, they have good guys coming off the bench. You know, the Warrior depth was always a big deal. You know, when you have, you know, pros like, you know, Andre Godala, Sean Livingston, in this case, Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. Yeah, I do see some similarities. They've got, you know, the, the rim protection. Uh, and, and again, they're, they're well coached. And they've got guys who can guard multiple positions. And I think if you, you know, if you can get that going and and find that way, uh, then then I think the, I think they can they can do it. You know, the only you know the only issue for them I think would be if teams can can you know slow them down and grind it out. You know, just make it a real you know tough you know gritty you know uh, battling series. That that would be. That would be, I think, an issue for them. But I, I do see some similarities for them, and, and the numbers are, are there. But, again, I think the only thing that, that, to me, would separate them from a Warrior squad, you know, is the fact that the Warriors had Curry, and, and that's always, you know, that was always the next factor. You know, when things were going badly, Curry could just raise you up for a quarter, a game, a week, and, and, and that was the difference maker for them in, in winning in 2015. Tim Roy joining us, longtime radio play-by-play voice of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, so I know a lot of the country is uh, licking their lips the thought of, ooh, the number 7 Lakers and the number 8 Warriors. There are plenty of Jazz fans who are worried about facing the, War- the Lakers early. Uh, but is that maybe the best time to catch them before they get any rhythm as they're trying to put all these guys back together? And, and do you want to see that 7 versus 8 game? Well, from a broadcasting point of view, you go, oh, that's that's great. It would be great drama, you know. It'd be be awesome. I think that would be a lot of fun. And it, let's face it, it's Northern California, Southern California. You don't have to say much more than that. You know, the Bay Area does not like L.A. and and I think the feeling is similar. But but um, so yeah, there's all of that there. That would be great fun. Now you you lose that game, and all of a sudden now your back's up against the wall. It's different. But that's what the play-in is designed to do. So I think that that possibility is great. The Warriors' final game of the regular season is against Memphis, 
and that could be a real epic, you know, finale, you know, a battle maybe for eight or nine. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this week. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But, but yeah, and I would, I would, I would love to if, if I were a team like Phoenix or Utah, I would love to catch the Lakers early before they kind of get their collective breath underneath them, and before you know Anthony Davis gets into a kind of the groove that he can get into, and, and LeBron's back and moving well and everything else. Yeah, I would love to try to get them early and get them out of the way, uh, as opposed to seeing them maybe two or three series down the road. What is the attendance like for tonight? What's allowed? You know, um, it, it's been going up in increments. We had uh, 4,100 uh, on Saturday night, so I'm expecting a little bit above that. Um, you know, we've uh, there's a great uh, testing program that the Warriors have set up for fans, so those who have not been vaccinated can get tested, and uh, it's worked out really well. And it's just great having fans back. You know, I mean, it's it's uh even even with just four thousand it's a different atmosphere you know there's more of a jump in the building and and everything else and i just you know i just can't wait to you know announce in front of a packed house again and that's unfortunately gonna have to be hopefully for next year but uh you know hopefully the the worst is behind us so these uh four thousand or so fans are these uh the people paying 50 bucks sitting 10 stories in the air or are these in the million dollar bunker suites it's 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 scattered throughout the entire building. So um, we have some that are downstairs, some that are upstairs. So there's various you know pricing and and you know and I think you can um, you know if you looked if you took a snapshot from the top of the building down, what you would see is people you know all arranged all throughout the building, and and so uh, so they're really trying to do a, a good job of keeping people you know separated, but also you know, getting the people, you know, who want can get the up close experience and, and for those who wanna, you know, be up top they can be up top. So um you know, so far so far it's worked out really well. It's really weird because the Warriors were ready ready to do this last year and and uh because of the major owner of the Warriors, Joe Lacob, this is what he got started in. He founded vaccine companies coming out of college. And so he knows the whole drill and the Warriors have had plans in place to do this since like last spring, a year ago. So um, it's interesting to watch it, you know, go into motion and, and, and uh, to see it, you know, on a firsthand basis. Well, Tim, we appreciate a few minutes and we will definitely invite you on next year. So we'll get an update on Wiseman then. Well, you know, you know, with uh, Bogdanovich is 48, you know, the last time a jazz player scored that many was, Carl Malone, he had 56 on the Warriors back, and I called that game, too. <laughs> I remember those days. We remember Malone that game. Malone and Stockton would come yeah. in and crush the Warriors. So, <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much.